0: This is the CMO of GaiaX, x Orfanou. This is our newest podcast series. GaiaX x is a newly aspiring, rising European association. And together with you, we can develop a new concept of data infrastructure ecosystem based on the values of openness, transparency, sovereignty, and interoperability. Join us today at GaiaX x and be part of this technological ecosystem. So this is the uh, Guy X podcast series. Today we have a very special guest with us, uh, Leonard Dolotte, the co-founder from Peak. Hello, Leonard. How are you?
1: Hi, Asila. Uh, Great. To meet you, yeah. I'm I'm fantastic. Thank you. How are you?
0: Good, good, good. Thank you very much. Uh, I think uh, that we really like the idea that you have uh, availed your time uh, for this podcast series. Uh, We're just a little bit uh, new on the subject. Uh, So uh, we we love that you are patient with us and uh, that you've taken up this opportunity. We'll try to help as much as we can. Leonard, I would like to uh, take us and... Uh, our audience, through your experience a, a bit. Tell us how you came about to co-found PIC. What was the vision? What, what is the mission? What do you even want to to, to create and develop?
1: Yeah, so um, my my background initially is in, in business informatics. So I was always very interested in new technology and the ability to use technology um, and, and yeah, make, make things better, improve the state of humanity. And it was back in... 2016 when one of my co-founders actually introduced me to blockchain technology back then that was um, through ethereum and this was really um yeah mind-blowing to me that you could run applications in a decentralized way uh on and and you don't need like a central platform that is basically taking care of managing all of that um yeah so i basically Back then got introduced to the technology and uh, jumped into the space, really worked on, on multiple projects early on in Berlin. There was an ecosystem evolving around it. And end of 2017, we were co-initiating Advanced Blockchain energy, which is a German publicly listed um, company, who, which develops uh, ventures in the blockchain space and is also investing. And the idea of Peak was born under that umbrella. We. Um, we're quite in touch with a few machine manufacturers and OEMs and we just saw tremendous potential in using that technology for the field of IoT to enable machines to be able to transact with each other on a peer-to-peer basis without having to go through central intermediaries and really um, saw it as the backbone of what we like to call the machine economy or the economy of things that is emerging um, slowly but steadily. So yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. If, if I can interrupt you for, for a while, because uh, our audience is not necessarily uh, clear of uh, the uh, association between Gaia X and the Future Mobility Move ID project, how the two are, in fact connected uh, to create something, and what is this that they're trying to, to, to create.
1: Yeah. So, um, the, the move ID consortium is, uh, is, is amazing. Like in the, the mobility domain as well, cause I think the potential of Gaia X within the field of mobility is, is extremely big. And what we are working on in, in move ID is actually to create a standard for self sovereign identities and data sharing in the field of mobility. So to enable all kinds of vehicles and also people that are part of mobility to um yeah interact with each other in a decentralized and sovereign manner with the GaiaX values at their core and using blockchain technology is is just like the perfect backbone to first of all create those self-sovereign identities so vehicles can have an identity that is not for example powered by google or another big identity digital platform and um we, the consortia is tasked with actually exactly working on that and it fits perfectly to what we've worked on as peak before because our vision is really to enable this decentralized machine economy and um, vehicles and cars especially are the first smart um, mainstream machines that are actually on the streets Um, for example they can deliver robo taxi services drive people around being paid for then they go to a charging station and pay the charging station for getting energy or they they pay a parking spot for for being able to park there so those are really amazing use cases for the machine economy but also for for gaia x and and the move id consortium we're we're having the task there to really work on the best possible standardization and lay the foundation for a decentralized mobility data space to emerge in in europe and enable that all the stakeholders there can transact with each other without having to rely on, on central platforms.
0: Um, Leonard, in order for Pric to to even exist, you're trying to bridge a gap, a challenge that you can that you saw in the market and in the market demand. What is the exact problem, and how you're trying to fix, let's say, the current problem? that you have and that you foresaw by uh, creating a confounded peak?
1: Yeah, so the the problem we currently see is that the the digital infrastructure as we know it today is um, very fragmented in a way. So there are um, like, of course, the, what we call web tool, the second generation of the internet. It's it's working extremely well. It's very user friendly. There are big players like Facebook, Google and so on who have created amazing services around it. But the price that everyone is paying for that is really that they have to give up the control over their data, that they always have to pay a middleman to actually be intermediaries and so on. And For example, one big problem maybe to to dive into one of the use cases we're working on, or we have been working on a lot, is that the charging infrastructure, as an example, as of today, if you have an electric vehicle, you need to sign up with many providers because they all have their closed databases where they have their users that are being registered. And then you need to sign up with each provider where you want to charge, which creates a very fragmented user experience. But if you would imagine that all of those charging stations and user exist on an open ecosystem, like is, is, is being is evolving, then uh, all of them will be able to see each other and be able to transact with each other peer-to-peer and not having to have like 10 to 15 user accounts. So this is like one of the examples that we really want to solve the fragmentation, which is present in the in the digital infrastructure as of today. And we want to make it also much fairer because as of today, the, the, the most efficient way is monopolies, right? You have like one massive platform, which everyone uses. And then uh, of course it works, but there's a lot of centralized power over data, over capital and so on and so on. And like our goal is really to democratize this Uh, enable people to own their data, but still have it functioning in the same way because they are all registered in this open ecosystem where they can see each other, transact with each other in a digital way. And um, people are able to monetize their data and are able to actually participate also in in the growth because we can can dive into this a a little bit later. Mm -hmm. But you asked me about the the, the vision of peak as well, like the long-term vision is really, we see this machine economy emerging. And if this is owned by a few big companies that are basically controlling it and and, and being the ones that profit the most from it, this is going to lead to a very problematic society because people or humans are going to be less and less needed in order to produce goods and services so that society can function. and. Um if, if then a you big companies own all the machines and everything around that and make all the money, people will be heavily dependent on, on governments to, to supply them with uh, income and so on. So what we want to do is also we want to democratize the access to participate in, in the economic activity of that machine economy enable it to be decentralized so it doesn't need a few big players that are operating it but it can be operated in a decentralized way everyone can participate everyone can provide uh, machines and everyone can also earn build income streams from that economy so this is really our long-term vision there yeah
0: Um, Leonard, you've uh, spoken about specific elements of this data ecosystem that you're trying to enable through the next generation of vehicles. So you've talked about decentralizing the market. You also discussed about defragmentating the the current status, but you've also talked about um, more or less the economy of things. So how could we reflect these movement and why do we actually need to prepare for it if yes why and if not why not Um, if you can take me through a little bit about that
1: yeah yeah so so why we have to prepare for for that movement to be uh, emerging yeah so to go to go back to the point what i i just talked about before um it is happening, right? There's more and more automation coming. For example, Tesla's factories are like they—they're getting more and more automated. Very few humans are needed to produce uh, those ve- the, the Tesla vehicles, right? And and Elon Musk is even saying himself, "Well, we will need something like universal basic income because I can see how all of that automation is happening." So we really need to be aware that this is coming. There will be many jobs that are available today, not available in the future, and then, of course, people will find different jobs and, and work on different things, and that's amazing, but we need to think about also how how is this going to be structured, how is this new economy being structured, right, and um, I think that's that's where it's very important to prepare and to think about okay, what's the right technology and what's the right government structure and the right setup to actually prepare for this future coming. And it's similar to to what we see in the in the entire data space, right? We have those massive new companies that emerged over the last 20 years that have that control so much data and and, and, and therefore have so much power and leverage. And um, yeah, it, it happened, but now we need to think about, okay, how can we make this better? Because this, this can't stay the status quo. And that's why we're extremely grateful that GAIA-X actually started as an initiative. And even though it's, it's a massive challenge to bring so many companies together and build GAIA-X, I think it's it's so necessary because it's the right thing to do, right? <laughs> it's um, yeah. <laughs>
0: It, it it sounds that uh, you you do have a common vision with giex which is obviously the reason why you've joined in the in the first place uh it also shows that as a company even though it's it's, it's a new company uh, you're eager to support the the goal of developing common standards for a secure connected and open data infrastructure according to the EU values. But concretely, where do you see the impact that PIC can bring and where do you see, let's say, the impact that Gaia-X can bring and when the two are collaborating, which would in fact be the next outcome uh, when we are talking about um, the integration of third-party smart uh, infrastructures and, and the next generation of vehicles? Where do you see the actual impact when the two entities collaborate with each other?
1: Yeah, no, great question. And um, so to to maybe start with the the impact of GaiaX overall, um, and the impact that that I, I can see coming from that is really creating an, an open digital ecosystem where all pe- um, parties and participants can interact and transact freely with each other in a a sovereign way that will open up so many ways because when we see look into the future and and, and focusing on the on the mobility domain when we see smart cities in the future people traveling from a to b and so on there's so many um things involved right that there need to be connected and be able to talk to each other and transact with each other and right now this is like a very fragmented like smart cities are just getting started we have many different mobility providers we have many different sensors measuring different um uh things like uh what is the pollution in the city and so on but all of those are existing really behind walled gardens and those closed databases and opening up these things enabling service to services to be built on top having people being sovereign and so on i i think that that will create so much potential because right now each platform has to connect their own uh, collect their own data as well so no platform ever really has a has a good great overview uh of, of of the holistic ecosystem and so that's why I think breaking up those silos and enabling people to own the data and just use different services that are run in a decentralized way will just enable us so much more efficient um smart city of the future as an example much more efficient mobility frictionless mobility and um yeah this this and and then of course also uh provide users with much more value so that they can monetize their own data and not have the data going somewhere to silicon valley as as an example because um and then on peak like we are, we are working on building a, a decentralized backbone and infrastructure to um actually enable those decentralized transactions and create those identities and build applications that can be run in a decentralized way so and and how both entities can collaborate and and what will happen there so I think GaiaX is really an amazing political framework and, and setup and we as a technology startup we can really help with bringing that new innovative technology that is actually needed in order to make vision become reality and contribute and and be one of those um, technologies that is running in the background as a backbone, uh, facilitating those transactions and and making that possible. Because we as PEAK, we're decentralized and we're decentralizing, so there's no central party as PEAK, which is basically a new middleman. But it's, um, it's a decentralized ecosystem, which everyone can use permissionless. And so it, it perfectly fits into what GAEX tries to achieve.
0: Uh, Leonard, I, ha- I have a final question for you. You've been uh, discussing through um, your current words uh, the importance of the social uh, impact. It sounds that you do care about more incentives for people. Uh, however, uh, we all know that currently uh, we have an increasing demand of intelligence, intelligent machines. Um, where do you see, how do you forecast, uh, let's say, the future in terms of this? And how can we ameliorate, in a way, um, the need for more or less people, which of course, will affect the employment of, of people against machines. Yeah.
1: So regarding the the, the, the impact of um, more machines um, being basically used to actually fulfill a lot of jobs that uh, cur- are currently performed by humans, is that what, you, what you're referring to? Again, what the, the impact of this is going to be?
0: Yeah, the, the impact of, of what this would be and whether you see it as an opportunity or a challenge um, for, for the economy mm. overall, yeah?
1: Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question and uh, one which I really like because, of course, often we're thinking about this, this age of um, automation as kind of a dystopia where uh, lots of jobs will be taken away uh, through machines and automation. But I think it's also a huge, huge opportunity because if we're managing to structuring it and, and pulling it off correctly, then it would just enable humans to have much more time to actually work on things that they enjoy and maybe work on things where they don't necessarily make money, but can they can be creative and um, or write, like paint to art and whatsoever. So. And, and be busy in other ways so I think it is a huge chance that we get into an age of more and more automation so that people could do individual more meaningful things that they like to do and have have something to do because it's very important that humans are busy right that we, we can't just sit around every day so we need to do something but not necessarily something where we earn money and um, I think that the key element will be to find the right way to distribute actually the value that's being created by the machine economy uh, to society in a, in a very democratic and fair way so that everyone can actually participate and earn from the successful machine economy and um, not just a few big companies. So I think if we manage that this, this is done well, then it can be a really beautiful future where well, all of us maybe have to just work a couple of hours a day and then can can do sports or whatever we like to do in our time. Um, so the, I, see, I see big potential there. But of course, there are also great challenges ahead. There will be massive layoffs uh, through automation. And then it's the question, how do we get to that beautiful version of, of, of the machine economy? There will be like a, a transition period. And that won't be easy because the government will need to be able to a lot of capital to deploy to people and so on so we have great challenges ahead but i see a nice nice future on the horizon
0: um what would you say about innovative collaboration as part of uh, how you operate currently at pig and what you currently see from from gaix are we doing things the right way are we moving in the right direction what would you propose as a as a um, newly made startup uh, that sees things from a much fresher perspective.
1: Hmm. Yeah. So first of all, I'm uh, like I said before, I'm or oh, we are very grateful that that guy ex- actually exists. It's uh, very important, especially if you build decentralized ecosystems. You need a good framework to enable companies to collaborate and work together and for example our consortia which is led by bosch there are multiple other um also startups from the from the blockchain space for example ocean protocol or fetch ai so we can really work nicely together and collaborate and i think bringing expertise together and then then like working on that and having the funding available within a bigger framework is is a fantastic uh, way of doing this because this is this is nothing that can be built by one entity or two entities it requires really that collaboration of many experts across um across domains and like also bringing together expertise in one consortia like we have it in mobility and and blockchain um so w- while i see but of course there are great challenges because it's very very difficult to pull something like that off uh there have been many um challenges also in the process of actually setting up the consortia getting the funding approved and so on and it wasn't very startup friendly i have to say because there are many bureaucratic steps right which make it very uh difficult for startups to join because startups don't have so much um they yeah, don't are not necessarily profitable yet and this is this is a problem when getting government funding so i think um yeah one thing that definitely could and should be improved is the, the way um, these consortias can be funded and can be set up because using the old traditional ways of, of doing it leads to a lot of startups and innovation being excluded from actually participating in IAX. And then you have a lot of big companies who are able to secure all the grants, but that's not really where the innovation and disruption is happening, right? Like it's mostly young innovative companies that are disrupting things and as we see like all the biggest companies in the world now were were startups just 20 years ago so this is really where where it's coming from and yeah i think that that's something that should could could improve and should improve yeah
0: yes i i also feel the same because um i actually come from the environment of the eu funded uh projects i, I used to to work in the uh, uh in the environment and i pretty much know how consortia is built for which purpose and how they they get funding and why they're getting funding funded and i i absolutely agree uh with you that uh, the necessary the necessary shift right now should be uh, to engage further uh, the startup uh, companies as well as the SMEs whereby this is where the uh, actual ideas, fresh um, inputs are are brought and um, I equally believe that uh, that given the uh, bureaucratic setup of uh, the the big companies, uh, sometimes the decision making process uh, lags or Sometimes, in fact, um, the decision-making delays. Uh, So what we are trying to build at Guy x and I think that this is going to be of benefit to all our members, is a matchmaking tool that we are currently working so that all our members will be able to uh, create their own uh, consortium on the basis of specific calls that we issue Um, and, and more than just the, the funding newsletters that we send. So in other words, um, every member would have access uh, to such calls and we will try to initiate a collaboration between uh, different members either that come from you know, uh, the business perspective or the technology perspective, whether they're small, they, they are medium, they, they are small and medium enterprises, which is extremely important for us as well. So um, I'm really glad that what we are actually trying to do, will probably hit the targets of, of what you just mentioned. Um, great so, enjoy, yeah. <laughs> so mm. Leonard, if you would like to address your audience, uh, let's put it this way, as to the main, uh, let's say, keywords that would define, characterize, pick, and its association with guy X, which would that be? I would for instance say that it enables security. The first thing that comes to mind is security. What would yours be?
1: Hmm. First thing that comes to mind, um decentralization. <laughs> would come to Decentrali- my mind <laughs>
0: decentralization. <Yeah. laughs> and let's find the yeah. third one. So we have security, we have uh decentralization, we had democratization.
1: Yeah. We talked and-
0: about defragmentation
1: and what else we talked also about yeah and and governance i would potentially add as well yeah because that this is like the a blockchain technology in general could could also be called a governance technology um because this this is what 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 is enabled as well right and i think it goes perfectly hand in hand with the european values democratization and governance are really two things that go hand in hand together um and yeah, I, I honestly believe that the Web3 technology, so this, the new decentralized internet, is really a perfect base layer technology for Gaia-X actually to emerge, and um, I'm very happy that uh, we are able to really bring that technology to the consortium with many other great players, which I mentioned before. So. I think that that is that is a perfect stepping stone to really get this technology into action and, and 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 show on a on a European level what it can do and what it can enable and the the web3 it's it is coming anyway and it's moving um I just think this is also Europe's chance to maybe make up for what Europe has missed in Web2, because we don't have those big hyperscalers, right? We don't have Amazon AWS and so on in Europe. We missed that, but we have now the chance to build a better decentralized Internet with GAIA-X and uh, that Web3 technology.
0: Thank you very much, Leonard. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we had today Leonard Orlohead from uh, PIC, uh, the co founder. Uh, please do give our regards to the rest of the team. Uh, we wish you the best of success and we would like to make sure that we have you again in our next podcast series so that you can. Let us know uh, the the uh, latest, let's say, um, status and the progress made with the project and how we will be able to work together uh, as one team. Thank you, Leonard.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Thanks a lot for having us. Uh, it was a great pleasure. And yeah, I'm looking forward to staying in touch and continuously updating on, on what is happening in Move ID. Um, yeah, exciting.
0: Thank you very much. This is um, the GaiaX uh, podcast series. Uh, your host is Vasily Orfanou, the CMO of GaiaX. We're looking forward to the next series with PIC and uh, other members, um, hubs, uh, coordinators, and collaborators that would like to scale this project in a common way. As we do, we thank you enough, and uh, looking forward to um, uh, like us, share us, and follow us in the next podcast series. Thank you again.